0: Welcome back to a series of unfortunate events, but it's better than the book. And it's actually, did you like the movie? I fucking love the movie. Is that Jim Carter? Lemony Schnicket. Lemony Schnicket. The best movie. He's a great actor, but people don't like him. He gives me kind of serial killer vibes, but not so yeah. much.
1: Yeah. Have you seen the documentary that they did on Man on the Moon? Is it called no. Man on the Moon? You know, the, what was the dude called? Andy. There was a comedian back Andy in the day. Dick. No, not Andy Dick.
0: A comedian. <laughs>
1: before, yeah, before well, yeah, before Andy Dick, it was called Andy Sutton, not Andy Sutton, but something, and he played. um He was like a
0: comedian who used to like wrestle women. Forget the guy's name. So I think he's called Andy. Weird niche to be into.
1: Yeah, but Jim Carrey played Andy in a film called Man on the Moon in I think probably 1999. And then they recently did a documentary about behind the scenes because apparently Jim Carrey lost his mind and he thought he was this Andy guy who's been dead for years. He thought he'd like took method acting to the next level
0: and he thought he was this Andy guy. Well, that's what's so interesting I find about people is that you can get so diverse into something you can truly lose yourself. Well, that's what Heath Ledger did this year, don't they? I do it with political stuff all the time. I get so involved into it. I just have, I'm getting gray hairs from it. (laughs) <laughs> i'm getting gray hairs from having a kid is your I mean, your kid seems like a great was it okay so the video you sent me with the card trick that ah with that screen that was that who was that you no
1: that wasn't me that was her oh my goodness it was the funniest thing in the
0: world <laughs> i don't the she way was, your face did like the whole astonished look right when the voice yeah. made that noise i thought it was you i was like is that one of those weird moments where you get a voice crack and it just comes out of nowhere no that trick is so hard have you tried it No, I don't practice magic because I'm above the age of 13. It's not magic. (laughs) It's just flicking a fucking card off your finger. There are some magic tricks that I would try, like trying to summon like Merlin, the magical wizard. But then there's some where I'm just like, some people do like, is this your card? And I'm like, no, that's not my card at all. It's actually, I didn't even pick a card. I just told you I did because I got anxiety because you asked me a question. I forgot it and I didn't want to tell you I forgot. So I just rolled with it. I bet you're so fun at pies, are you? I'm trying to be. Um, Mostly I've started to realize like this, see this personality I am on here is the same I am in my real life. And it's interesting to see how like we have a new supervisor at work. And um, I was just talking to her for five minutes and she goes, Oh, you're Robbie. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? And she was like, Oh, they warned me about you. I was like, warned you. What did I do? I'm not a killer. And she's like, no, no, no. Just how like your personality is just funny and entertaining. And like, she's been here for I think a couple of weeks now and like everyone that comes in to the gym you know regular guests and stuff like that always like talk me up like to or like oh my god he's like one of the best ones he's always saying hi so because i do it sometimes to be joking and sometimes <laughs> he's always serious.
1: saying hi i love that
0: well most like people walk in and i'll be like i'll raise my voice up an octave so i'll be like so this is how my naturally yeah. talk is like this but when someone comes mm-hmm. in i'll be like hello and i'll do something like that but then sometimes like i'll be like hello and then someone will come in right after them and i'll go hello and they're like what the fuck like that person hasn't walked away so they know like i just now did a voice yeah. so it's interesting to see
1: what sort of gym is it is it like a proper upmarket spa pool sauna kind of place
0: it doesn't have a pool as a sauna for sure i wouldn't go in there because every time you walk into the bathroom there's just naked old people so i kind of like hold my pee for the whole shift of the <laughs> Working thing. Oh, do you not do you not like peeing when there's other men in the room? I don't actually that, and I also don't like seeing a naked guy, like an old man that just wants to towel off in front of public while someone's like just ordering Chinese food casually. Hmm. Well, it's is like it, seeing into the future. What? Seeing what I'm going to become? Yeah. No, 26 is. I'm telling you, that's the that's the limit right there. I'm gonna hit 26, and then anything after that is just luck. It's interesting though because
1: it is true. The older you get, the more distended your testicles become
0: that's scary imagine trying to elliptical for four hours if your nuts are dragging onto the floor i stepped on them. oh damn it yeah it's true it's a true thing it's I, a sad I, fact of life i think my biggest fear in the world is not becoming who i'm meant to be and i have no idea who i'm meant to be so it's a weird twist of irony like i feel like that's kind of what the whole point of like the world is is all irony like the one thing that makes you the most happy in the world is also something that is going to be impossible for you to reach. Like that's, that's Hmm. kind of what life is, is ironic. So what would you say the meaning of life is then? think whatever you feel like you should be doing at the time, I feel like it's got to be constantly revolving, just like this beautiful earth that we're living on. Hmm. If you believe in a round earth, that is, it could be flat too. I have no clue what it is. Could be round, could be flat, could be a fucking cone. Did you read
1: this thing recently? I don't know where it was. It was in America where they have reckon that there's been an alien craft landed on a beach somewhere. Have you read about this?
0: No, but it sounds interesting.
1: Yeah. There's a dude on TikTok. Obviously, everything's on TikTok now. He filmed one of his CCTVs in it. You know the motion sensors in your garden? Yeah. Like, if a burglar comes, it'll activate, kind of thing, or I don't a cat have a runs. Garden,
0: but if I picture high class society, well, I picture a uh, garden sorry. with motion sensors in a backyard, you know, in like your backyard. You, <laughs> in a backyard. backyard, I love it how backyard. you got this type of twang. <laughs> like, I drink a fucking like
1: a soda twang. pop. <laughs> it's a backyard, not a we call it a garden. God. so in the garden. So basically, he's got this CCTV, it's motion activated, and he's this like blue light comes down from the sky in the night. So he uploads it to TikTok, goes mental, absolutely mental. And then he he must live near a beach or something. And he went up onto his roof and he filmed the beach that had been shut off by all these people, like FBI and shit. And he's seen this like alien body on the beach, like dead. And it looks like how you would picture an alien body, like thin, long, with you know, the bald head and all that kind of shit. And apparently, like FBI people have been stalking his house, people have been staking his house out, his videos have been getting taken down. I've not looked into it that much, but it looks pretty interesting. Whether it's just an elaborate hoax for TikTok views, is that wouldn't surprise me either.
0: Media has changed so much. Media back in the day used to be like the news, and then the news went to like, then people stopped listening to the news and wanted to do like comedy shows, like the Colbert Report and all that shit became like, funny ways of speaking news is a funny way of getting your politics across and now it's fucking tiktok i was talking to someone and actually i thought of you about it um pretty sure i gave you a mention in the episode too he was talking about memes and gifs are now becoming like the messages and like the prophecies and all these types of things that people are using to communicate with other people because now our intelligence and patience level has literally just been boiled down to fucking memes and it's like (laughs) tiktokers you go on there there are some people that are like The world is green. Everything's green. Nothing's ever a color. It's all red, blue. And it's like, just starts going off. And then there's a guy that's like, here's about this. And he starts rattling off all these statistical facts about the government, all these corruption, all these things. Actually, the Amazon thing that I retweeted on my uh, uh, Twitter about the, what the abuse they used to their employees was discovered through TikTok. So that's like a weird way of like, now all this like justice and all these things are being fucking pulled out through media messages like TikToks and gifts and memes and all this stuff. It's freaking nuts to me where I'm like and my first question when you talk about the alien thing is like I saw a video it was like a blue light that hit
1: mm-hmm.
0: and people are like it's it's whatever it's aliens it's this and I'm like then someone retweeted was like no it's ball lightning it's actually one of the rare times you get to see ball lightning i'm like ball lightning's not that rare if you go on an airplane they happen all the time it mostly happens on airplanes because for the ball lightning to actually happen it takes a lot of time for it to hit to the ground and be able to mm. be an actual thing that floats so it's very rare but when it's in an airplane you're so close to where the actual events happening at the second it happens that it hits the airplane it's so pure that's why it's most common on airplanes not on the ground people just get so surprised by it i'm like we're not in a wizard of oz like fantasy land where magical pixie orbs are flying around i do not believe that do i believe that there's aliens possibly but i don't know mm. yeah i don't know
1: i think personally i think the video is just an elaborate way of getting views that's what i think because i d- it seems to perfect do you know what i mean like the fact that this, like like ball lightning from my understanding it sort of stays motionary in the sky right and it kind of floats like you say like an orb but this was like a, a shot like a comet almost hitting the
0: hitting the earth in the distance my did you see the um picture of the uh what is it the comet that landed inside the volcano crater no there was like one of the inactive volcanoes a giant one that they have there was one that hit right into the crater of it and i'm like yo that's something like if that's not gonna cause the volcano to become erupting or something or if that's not like a beam or that's where like because i talked to so many people that talk about like alien experiences i don't i used to be so into it and i used to want to know and now it's like i don't know i'm don't know what i'm trying just to be able to wake up in the morning and feel like i have a purpose at some points because i'm like jesus like everything seems rigged i'm like in a system that's rigged the queen whatever you want to talk about everyone's running and it's all these giant corporations bill gates trying to dim the sun with particles it's like what the hell's going on what? <laughs> Okay, it was a while ago. Bill Gates had an idea of launching a missile into our atmosphere to dissipate particles to dim the sun and block UV rays. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, he's not trying to be a supervillain. It's just coming off very supervillain. I think he needs to get back into Microsoft. I think if you're not doing something, then you become like the devil's idle hands where you just start getting into a bunch of shit you shouldn't be getting into. Yeah. it's like he's saying the stuff that people think about sometimes, but he's saying it on a public forum when like, he's one of the most famous people in the world. Have you ever had an event in your life there? you were going to do something like you had it all planned. You knew this is what you had to do. And then eventually like something happens where you're like, Oh my God, I guess I don't have to do that. So now I can go do whatever I want. And the next thing you know, you go do something that you don't want to do or you go do something that you want to do. And then something happens that you would have never expected to happen. Like I have a, I had a day off cause I got my schedule mixed up. I thought I was supposed to work. So I planned that whole week knowing I was going to work on this day, had that mm-hmm. day off. Then I, I, Got there, like, we don't need you. It's your day off. I was like, oh my God, I got my whole day ahead of me. So I went to the grocery store, got some groceries, and then I witnessed a person almost get hit by a car. And I actually witnessed a car accident. So I was like, holy shit, like, I was not meant to experience this situation, but my life has just become raveled. And then there's another thought that goes in my head that goes, huh, maybe I was meant to experience this event. Maybe I'm somehow linked to the cosmic energy of the world. I also have not slept in three days now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that you could argue the point that in a parallel universe, you did work
0: that day. In another dimension, I probably did. Mm. But how do we know what another dimension is?
1: Well, we're done. But there's a lot of, again, on TikTok, a lot of people are setting up accounts now where
0: they pretend they are time travelers or they claim to be time travelers it all started from a guy in a newspaper article that said he traveled back in time 30 years ago and he witnessed all the events that are happening now. And then they interviewed Mm. him and they realized he's full of shit. (laughs) Like in 19, (laughs) what was it? 1907 or something like that. There was an archeologist who was like, uh, I guess she was studying something or whatever, something she, there was a a little girl that went to this archeology span site and she was like, Oh my God, where's the garden? Where's all the trees? Where's all the plants? Where's all the water? And they realize that she's the reincarnation of this person. I'm like, or is it just a fucking crazy person? Like, what are are we talking about here? Like you learn so much about one thing. Have you ever read so much about perfect question for you? You're a fucking... British murders podcast you talk about murders you study these things eventually you start to get so involved into it you start this starts affecting your real life your real thoughts real things of this like sometimes you read a story about a have you ever seen the um child murders like the ones where the not not a person an adult killing a child but a child killing a child mm-hmm There was a story about a kid who killed his neighbor who was a little girl. They were the same age, like seven or nine or something like that. And he buried her in his bed and his mom was cleaning his room one time and he was sleeping on top of her. And the kid was at school and he was cleaning the kid's room and noticed the water bed seemed to have a leak and lifted up like the thing. And it was a little girl that was under there, the neighbor. And I'm like, so. If you read something like that, you start thinking of like weird ways, you probably think reading murder crimes all the time, you start thinking weird ways to murder people. We talked about the shoe thing last time, actually, the episode mm-hmm. before the last time. So yeah. you been on three times.
1: Yeah. I don't think I don't know the one thing I've noticed is you become immune to what you're reading to the point where it's hard to appreciate that that's real. So you can read because we've discussed before about that thing that I kind of have or have a lack thereof about i think it was with you about imagining things i'm sure you sent me what it was called i can't remember the name off the top of my head but for example for anyone that doesn't know when i'm reading a book i can follow the story fine but pitching the picturing the characters and what they look like and the scenery doesn't really happen in my head it's just words on a page and it's a story that i follow It's the same. Dead inside. (laughs) Basically, yeah, I'm I'm dead inside. It's weird. It's weird though. Like my mate's writing a book and he'll send me a few chapters and he'll be like, "What did you think?" And then someone's like, "Oh, what did so and so look like?" And I go, "I have no fucking idea." I'm sure you explained it to me and described it. And he said, "Oh yeah, I did in great detail." Well, to me, it's just a faceless, nameless—not nameless, but a faceless figure kind of thing. But So so when I'm when I'm reading crime, it's like. It's kind of just words
0: on a page which is pretty fucking dark in it so i thought that actually actually that m- might be easier for you to be able to like because i believe there's probably certain characteristics about your personality that fit you to better jobs there's obviously things like people that are like six foot nine and 450 pounds bulk huge massive guys are probably really good at lifting jobs they wouldn't be fit in an office position it's like trying Mm -hmm. to watch the incredibles and you see the dad's typing away on a keyboard when he doesn't fit in the fucking cubicle it doesn't really work (laughs) um but i'm trying to get uh so spoiler alert for a future guest coming on the show hopefully is a stenographer the people that like do the courtroom drawings but also there's a Mm. type of people that do the police crime sketches where they draw out someone's face and the one thing i'm thinking like imagine someone's just dis- how many times have you been described a movie how many times have you been described a song how many times have you been described a person's look and they're completely off to what they actually look like trying to figure out who that person is so these crime people imagine some dudes describing well he's got like a poof in his hair he's got a a a, a, a tight a tight fitting shirt he's got his and all these types of characteristics And next thing you know the dude draws it out and then they go after this person and then next thing you know they're like that's not the fucking guy he doesn't look anything like this person described the dude's fucking he didn't, what are what are we it's it's not even the same gender and it's like you start to realize like there's a lot that relies on that shit like stuff that you subconsciously don't even really think about i mean in fact let's take podcasting for instance there's a lot of shit that you goes into your show for instance the studying and stuff and we talked about before people like saying you got this detail wrong or you got this Mm -hmm. wrong you have so much that you're getting right though but nobody focuses on the things that you're getting right you know and subconsciously you're not even really realizing the things that you're getting right you're doing so much and putting it into a format that's easily consumable for people to understand such a heated topic i mean i watched a uh, I've talked to plenty of people that worked in morgues and those types of situations with dead bodies, and they become numb to it. But I remember watching a movie and a guy was playing with the dead bodies, like putting, like messing with the toe tags, and then like putting them in different spots and positions and joking around. And there's people that on TikTok nurses that were TikToking with dead bodies and stuff like that, type type of stuff too, just fucking for fun, having like having a stressful day, and then there's a dead person behind him with a towel over their head or some shit to cover Jesus. up the body, but you got to realize you're around it so much. You become so numb to it. And it's kind of like you have to somehow get it out there. Cause if you just sit there and think the whole entire time, this is a dead body, this is a dead body. You're going to hate your fucking life 30 years down the line. And people don't mm-hmm. want to hear that perspective. They go, that's my grandma or that's this. It's like necessarily that's not your grandma. And that's not a person that's horrible that they're doing that thing, but it's also who's doing that job. Who are the people that are doing the jobs that you don't want to fucking do because you just don't want to do that type of thing? And somehow they're trying to have a stress relief on a lot of things. But then I also get pissed when I hear about like, you guys need to wear your fucking mask to protect us. We work in the hospitals. And I'm like, I just saw you tick talking with fucking a dead corpse 10 minutes ago. Don't give me that shit you see how my mind thinks i'm always like i'm teetering on either side i'm not trying to lean to the left i'm not trying to lean to the right i want to stay in the middle and have a happy medium where i'm like yeah you i think everyone's a piece of shit but at the same time we got to come together to be less pieces of shit so
1: i think stuff like that is interesting the whole posing with dead bodies and stuff but i think i get the respect aspect of it but it's nice that jobs that are not seen as sort of normal jobs are being more, they being highlighted, I guess, through stuff like TikTok. People, uh, you know, if you're working in a morgue, people are showing you everything. They're just taking the camera to work. You have live streams on there and it's just someone working in a bar and you can watch them through the whole shift if you want to. And people do. Like if, if they could do a dissection with a with a camera on there, I'm
0: sure for legal reasons they can't, but if they could, They absolutely would. The only thing I see a benefit in the Neuralink Is that the fact that imagine if you could take the chip out of your head and then put it in somebody else's and let them see through your own eyes, your own perspective of things. Like you see it Mm. all the time in court cases when someone's saying their side and then you hear you've heard the story many a times and then you end up getting to the court case and you hear the other person's perspective. You're like, holy shit, I didn't even think of that. Like I didn't even notice it from that angle. It's all about trying to understand through another person's lens. And that's like the hardest thing for us to do because, you know, you, you could have an easy job. My job's relatively easy on some days, but then I come home and I've had a long, like 16 hour, whatever the hell it is, a long ass shift. And you're ready to go to bed and people like, what do you, what do you complain about? Your job's easy. It's like, you don't know what the fuck I had to go with today. You know, it's that whole thing. Mm. Everyone has that with their job. And it's like, you really don't understand what a person goes through. And so you see. Their perspective of things, and sadly, it's very, very hard to see another person's perspective, another person's thoughts based on how they've just grown as a person. You know, I don't know what you're thinking right now. You could be thinking this guy is just dead tired. This is just crazy content. I'm like Alex Jones in that one podcast. It sounds like your thoughts, not mine. Hmm. (laughs) A lot of my thoughts. Don't project your thoughts onto me. Okay, maybe I'm making sense. I don't know.
1: But yeah, I feel that's like interesting that you can't ever... It's like when you say don't judge people by the cover. Like if 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 someone has a go at you and like if, if you have a near miss with a car, let's say, and someone gets out of the car and starts threatening you and all this kind of stuff. Granted, that's not acceptable behavior, but you don't know what that person's been through today. Sometimes that person is just an arsehole, but they may have just lost a family member. They may have just been sacked. They may have just lost a big deal. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, but it's hard in the heat of the moment to think, oh, yeah, this guy's being a prick, but let's just keep my side reserved. It's hard to do that because sometimes a guy is just
0: a tosser. Well, sometimes the person's not even mean at all. And it only happens when you get into a vehicle. I think subliminally, mm-hmm. the, I think the study that I read about cars and aggression was the fact that road rage happens because you're in a vehicle subconsciously you're in a vehicle like you're thinking that you already you're subconsciously knowing you're in this vehicle you know physically you're in the vehicle obviously but you're not what you're thinking subconsciously is that at any moment someone could slip up could be your death could be your kid's death could be this is. it's kind of like in cars when they first created them they only made a seatbelt for the driver so then you crash into something, you're fine, but your whole fucking family's dead. Like they didn't think to add seatbelts for your whatever, whoever in the backseat, your child in their car seat that flies through the fucking windshield, sadly, because they didn't think to add seatbelts. There was something they didn't think of, and then they ended up thinking of it. You subconsciously don't think and really pay attention to the fact that you're moving 80 something miles an hour or whatever, so many miles an hour. And when someone messes with it, someone's texting, someone's like this, you get so aggressive because you're not noticing it subconsciously that you're in this fucking vehicle moving at dangerous speeds at any moment you could lose your life except when it comes to a four-way stop i went to a four-way stop and this car went and then I was letting it go. It stopped thinking that, oh, I went there first. It was going to take my turn. So they wanted me to go. I started going. Then they started going. Then I stopped and they started going. And it was just back and forth, fucking tangent for five minutes where eventually I'm just like, fucking go. And then she starts driving. And I see her. and She's eating a tasty cake. And I'm like, you're a piece of shit. You're a trash <laughs> human being. I'm just like, I'm not that person could be a great person. But at that moment, I'm like, you're not doing. What we're all trying to move, like the fact that we can travel in a lane of traffic, you ever get into one of those, I think they call them grouping when you're driving and you're just in a pack of fucking people that are around you to your right, to your left, in front of you, behind you. They're all like right on your ass, right on your whatever. You're just just somehow all managing perfectly at any moment. Let's say one person has a stroke fucking next thing you know, they turn left, hit your car. You fucking hit the cars. beside you. you don't realize the fucking imminent danger that you're in nor like regularly thinking but subconsciously mm. your mind knows that so you're super hyper alert that's when when something happens in front of you you're able to veer out of the way real fast or do something like that yeah. depending on your reflex speed.
1: That's interesting. I never thought of it like that. But I think the the fact that especially when you're on like you call it a freeway we call it a motorway that I is like the that most better. yeah, that is the most boring bit of driving you can do being on a motorway it's just constant one speed Switching from lane to lane, there's no stopping, there's no turns, there's nothing. But it's the in theory, it's the most dangerous. So you have to be the most alert in the most boring role. But I think it's what you're saying is kind of because well, you're right. You are going to get pissed off if someone nearly crashes into you. You just const- as soon as you get in the car and you set off, you without realising it, you might be singing a song or doing whatever in the car. You're just on edge the whole time because anything could happen and your reflexes do have to be
0: right there, don't they? The whole time. I think a lot of it does fall into a factor of, We're all really disconnected as people, surprisingly, with all the devices we have as connection. And when I mean connectivity, I mean not like talking like how me and you are. I mean like being on the same frequency, which you kind of notice in a lot of these like conversation chats that we do, me and you, um, Mm -hmm. is like we get on the same wavelength. We start thinking about the same topic, and it just takes that quick little like couple of minutes, and then we're automatically thinking the same thing like, yeah, what about this? Or, yeah, what about this? it's easy to start to pick up on the same kind of level that somebody's in. But I think you also have to pay attention to it because it's a skill. The more you do it, the better it gets. Next thing you know, you know where to take things, you know how to go into something or do this. And I think people naturally have that, but everything is telling you in your own mind is even telling you to think, you know, do the best to protect yourself, do the best to worry about yourself. And also people try and overextend their reach and thinking like when people say, what about all the people that worry about other people? what do you mean though? And they go, well, a Karen, a Karen worries about everybody not following the rules. And I'm like, yeah, but the thought that goes through their head is not that this person is just not doing this is the fact that they're not doing this. And it's causing danger to my life, just like driving in a car. We're all technically Karens with the car thing, but when it comes Mm -hmm. into reality, it kind of goes away. But some people carry that on into their real life and they worry about the dangers of this and this and this based on what they're influenced by. So technically we're all fucking Karens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's the male equivalent of a Karen? What's a Joe? A Joe. Oh. He's got like a that... trucker hat on, got a, like a blank blue, like dark blue or light blue shirt, and he wears the blue jeans. And he has his wallet in his back pocket. pop uh, probably has scoliosis. Definitely, he's going to pick up a, a six pack or a two liter. Um, and then he usually hundred percent as a curve spine. Hundred percent. And then he's got like one of those pockets in his shirt. <laughs> And it's got two pens, one that's already clicked in. So it's just it's just putting ink in his pocket. And then he's got probably some folded up pieces of paper that he's wrote phone numbers on because his wife is probably texting him, telling him he's a piece of shit. and He needs to pick up milk, eggs and stuff so she can bake her fucking lemon meringue cake for when the uh, children come over that they haven't seen in 25 years because he's just an alcoholic that gets drunk while fixing his lawnmower in the back shed. That's probably a joke. I was very specific. descriptive. Very specific, <laughs> I should be yeah. a stenograph.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. that's crazy. But coming back to the whole GIF thing and how people communicate using gifts and memes and that. So do you feel that the art of conversation is being lost, especially
0: with the new generation of kids, whatever they're called, Gen Z or whatever they're called? I think it's being transferred over to gifts and memes. Sadly, mm. I, I just don't think it gives off the same value as much as like a conversation that me and you are having right now. This is fun. 100 percent it is. I love having you on Stewart. But if we were in person together, and we were having a conversation, having a beer and sitting on like a back porch and just talking shit at all the people that are gardening in the background, like this fucker's got green bell peppers. He needs yellow peppers. What is he doing? You know, we, it, it would be a different feeling. We would have more of a, a kind of a, a, a endorphin rush or something because we're actually mm-hmm. enjoying each other's company in physic, in physicality rather than being virtually. But this is this still gives us something, but not as like we might feel charged after this conversation. We might feel ready to take on the world and feel like that was a great chat but if we were in person we it would last a lot longer be a stronger effect of like holy shit that was a good memory i think we all have memories that we remember with someone we don't remember the exact things that were said but we remember that night was fucking awesome like we drank beers and my uncle let me see his dog i don't know whatever the fucking weird Mm. shit that uh, people in vans usually say is that that what your uncle
1: calls it what your uncle calls his dick
0: my uncle's dead not your uncle
1: then. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> That's kind of... But um, you look at those types of things and I think memes and gifs are doing the same exact thing. They're still giving that stimulant, but it's at a, such a low level that it's going to only keep degrading even farther because all the generations that are growing up into that, they only know that. They only know this type of connection. Like I didn't realize, but most of the childhood shows I fucking loved, there's horrible scandals with all of them. Like the Dan Schneider shit. All of that, all the iCarly, all the Drake and Josh, all these types of people have like sexual scandals that happen to them at such a young age. And I didn't see it when I was watching it on the show. Like Amanda Bynes Mm. probably has the worst experience, Britney Spears too there are people that were being taken advantage of and you didn't realize it. And then now you realize Mm -hmm. it and all the kids nowadays, they just hear about it, but they don't watch that shit. They don't notice that stuff because it just ends up taking a different form. Like my little nephew growing up, gifts and memes are going to be his type of empathetic center to go to of conversation. Then yeah. what's good, going to be after that, because they're never going to know what an actual legit sitting down and talking is. That's kind of the biggest fear for millennials and all these generations coming up is a bunch of kids growing up, not being able to go through a job interview, not being able to do all these types of things. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's all going to be virtual It's going to be what's normal to them and what's really going to rationalize to them, because that's how it's been. Hmm.
1: So i got two questions. Nothing to do necessarily with what we're talking about, but if I don't ask it, I'll forget.
0: Well, my show is called Out of the Blank.
1: Yeah. One question, or question number one, (laughs) is do you ever find that when you're doing something fun, like at a party or going to a theme park, anything, anything that you consider fun, a holiday, anything, I, I don't think we've discussed this before like this, but when you're actually there in the moment, it doesn't necessarily feel fun because i think we've discussed this about only remembering the good things about the past but then after the fact you look back on it and say oh yeah we went to a theme park last week we had a great time but when you're there it's it's not you're not appreciating it while you're there you're just looking back on it fondly does that make sense
0: yeah um all, all the theme parks and amusement parks I ever went to when I was a little kid. And I only remember the good parts about it. I never, I, you never remember the bad parts about a moment unless it's been all bad. Most of the yeah. time it's good. But even most of the moments in amusement rides and amusement parks, do you remember the fun of the ride 100% because it's the climax of the moment? But you don't remember waiting in line for an hour and a half, stepping in fucking yeah. gum that some asshole spit out because he's too lazy to walk to the trash can that's 10 feet away. You know, you don't realize that type of stuff. And even with that, where I call the guy an asshole for not walking 10 feet to throw the gum in the trash can, maybe the guy has social anxiety and he was afraid to step out of line because there's a bunch of people standing by the trash can talking or showing each other their TikToks and shit that they made on the Superman roller coaster where a dude lost his fucking hat. I have no clue. This is where my brain goes. It starts creating scenarios that probably didn't happen. So I don't know so what's real anymore hmm. did i answer yeah. your question that answers my question perfectly question number two give me more questions i'm never like a yeah. guest on a podcast or i never get questions question
1: question two isn't about you this is about what 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 the hell's happened to amanda Bynes and drake and josh and i carly what's going on
0: well, i've in just... an i hashtag but I, I didn't know what the fuck it was about i've talked about this on a past episode but so recently actually drake was twen- trending on twitter because apparently he took a 15 year old drake girl- and josh drake and josh drake yeah drake well his yeah, name is drake, drake bell yeah so yeah, he drake um bell. took a 15 year old girl to a concert when he was on drake and josh and um he was over the age and apparently there was some like flirting and sexual texts that were going on so now he's being under fire on twitter right now for sexual allegations and shit of that sort um so also with iCarly. The girl, Sam, who played Sam Puckett, Jeanette McCurdy, she didn't come back to the show because of her conflicts with Dan Schneider. Apparently on the show, Dan Schneider was sexually like harassing her. like If you do this, you'll get the part or, and you'll do that. Like, And she was just keeping it under wraps. And this is not the first time he's been alleged with that. Amanda Bynes with The Amanda Show probably has the worst. She went to a mental institution and in rehab and all this shit because of her whole entire incident with Hollywood and the Dan Schneider. So a lot of it apparently happens to do with feet where I was like, how many times did they show fucking feet on iCarly? And then they chopped up all the moments with feet, bro. There's a lot of fucking moments. There's one where a scene, a skit that they do on the internet show where they just stick their toes in mashed potatoes. That's what they fucking do on the show. And you realize that's the dude's sexual kink. And then it gets even worse because there's that show victorious with, um, Oh God, what's her name? I'm going to forget it again. Ariana Grande. She's doing a vlog like from it. it, It's not shot with professional cameras. It's shot through the computer. That's the point of the show It's supposed to be her vlogging from her room because she's in high school and she's doing whatever the teens do in the high school days, whatever. And she's like, I'm going to show you guys how to drink water upside down. It's my talent. And then she bends down on the bed and starts doing water. And the water goes a little bit into her mouth. And she goes, ah, and then she starts pouring it all over herself like a fucking porn. And you realize, (laughs) oh, my God, like these things you just glossed over. It's like the, the fucking sunglasses has come off and it all comes true and he's never denied i mean he's never spoke about the sexual allegations he just stopped producing for the show so Hmm. he stopped doing all the shows he just stopped in general so it's like that's like saying you did it without doing it you know what i mean it's like being at a murder and then you didn't do the murder but you drove off so then people are going to think it's fucking you was i carly the girl who played megan in drake and josh yeah yeah it came back too. it's
1: it's okay i guess it's
0: like an older version of i carly
1: yeah, I never watched that Carly, but I knew she. I used to love Amanda Bynes, the Amanda Show. That was great. I love that. She went to
0: rehab and everything.
1: Oh, Amanda! It's always oh, an poor Amanda. Amanda. Mm. Yeah, she went a bit off the rails. I kind of remember that. I never figured out why.
0: But... She's a very, very gorgeous woman. Oh, she was one of my first crushes. That's what I'm saying. How many yeah. Google searches have you had in your day?
1: well if we're talking when did that come out 2000 google no i'm talking about the amanda show
0: oh i'm about to say i don't know when google came out but i had to be young yeah but we, right. we had
1: ask jeeves back then have you heard I, of ask jeeves
0: ask, Yeah, i remember <laughs> ask jeeves i also remember bing but then these mobile giant corporational platforms bought them all yeah so the fucked up thing about um ask jeeves is
1: it was like oh ask jeeves and the advert was oh type it. how do you do this jeeves And then you think you're actually asking uh, an AI robot a question, but then when you get older and you put your search in, it gets rid of all your, I forget what the name is, like joining words like the, and, I, if. It gets rid of all of those from the search. Just like Google kind of does.
0: I like to type in on Google, like how to, and just see what people search up, like what are the top results. Yeah,
1: Well, celebrities do that, don't they? They'll type in... um, what Michael myer Michael Myers, got Halloween in my head. A celebrity, let's say.
0: Michael Myers how, is a
1: celebrity. Yeah, Mike Myers. Yeah.
0: He's a good talk about. I like him, but people don't.
1: I'm talking about the serial killer. Okay. But if you put, how does XX, and then they go on
0: and they just reveal it and, you know, passes five minutes of your day. What do you think Trump Googles when he does his name? Do you think he gets upset by the results?
1: They should Google Trump impressions because there's some great ones out there.
0: I mean, then there's some great this, impressions of Trump. Imagine that someone can impersonate you and get you more famous. They like that version of you better than the one you actually are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the I best mean, form of identity theft.
1: Yeah. Someone could easily steal
0: his identity. Him and Gordon Ramsay. They're the two biggest impressions that I see online. Yeah, but I think Gordon Ramsay with his social media presence has kind of like capitalized on that's just an act. He's not really that much of an asshole. Yeah, definitely. Would you rather be famous by being hated or being famous by being loved? I mean, I wouldn't
1: wouldn't want to be famous full stop. Put that out there.
0: Okay, Rick Moran is famous. I don't know who that is. The guy from Spaceballs that got punched in the face none of those words mean anything to me <laughs> okay let me pick another actor that's not so popular what about alan rickman famous yeah snape he's not bad famous though yeah he's not he's not insane famous is what i'm saying oh he's just uh, literally little, he's he's a very good guy like he's highly a,
1: respected
0: yes he's a very oh, good a, very good actor very good guy mm. but he's not like one of those giant and crazy ass names that you hear and like a post malone or jake paul or or you could be jake paul famous where you're fucking hated by a lot of people no you don't like jake paul i I fucking hate the paul brothers why i don't i don't know i don't i don't so what is this the aryan race no you're supposed to love all blonde people no okay
1: because most blonde people aren't blonde naturally
0: That's very, very true, but I don't know why I find them sexually attractive more than other. So you find the Paul brothers sexually attractive, is what you're saying? I mean, they're handsome people, but I'm not gonna fuck. What? You think that? (laughs) that that They're good-looking people. Uh,
1: One of them's fucking ugly, man. I mean, they're both pretty. What do
0: you call? I was going to say mutton, but I think a better word would be butters. What type of age are we living in where I can't give a dude a compliment? No, you can, but give give a handsome dude a compliment, not fucking Jake Paul. Look,
1: this is all subjective. Give someone like Leonardo DiCaprio a
0: compliment. Give someone like that guy's handsome and he's got a dad bod and still gets laid all the fucking time. It's not a dad bod. It's a father figure. He is a father figure, but he has a dad bod. Yeah, I saw have that. You on seen him hug, have you seen him hug Jonah Hill? Oh, it was him like running up to Jonah Hill dressed as like a like a random street person because he just dresses in like random like normal people clothes. He doesn't dress anything fancy when he goes out and he runs up to Jonah Hill with a camera like he's taking videos of Jonah Hill and Jonah Hill's like, fuck, paparazzi or whatever. This person's trying to videotape me while I'm eating an ice cream. And then he goes over and he's like, hey, it's me. And then he gives him a hug and shit. He does hug (laughs) really weird, though. Like he hugs and he keeps his like waist back. Like he doesn't want his dick to touch him. So he hugs him like that. Probably don't want to get like done for sexual assault or something or someone morphs up a photo of him and jonah hill together like a giant blob from like the sewers yeah they could do that he's yeah, got I don't a face th- 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 on his neck
1: i don't think being famous famous is worth it i mean look at the reason that them paul kids are famous i've never seen anything they're actually in like obviously you can't help but come across them if you're on social media and i know he's had that fight a few weeks ago or whatever but they're famous because of children
0: their audience is children that's how you capture the that are you upset with people that break the system because i'm not i look at it like they found a way to work around the system people don't like when i talk about the illuminati people think like i'm thinking shrouded individuals with cloaks sitting in a table and sacrificing all this type of stuff is there probably some of that bohemian grove says otherwise that there Mm. is But I look at giant Illuminati figures are just people that have enough money to get a seat at the table. Bezos, you know, people that look like they're not like Bezos is flying to the moon right now, like or he wants to fly to the moon. You know, he wants to do this whole thing. He wants to live up there because everyone's fucking (laughs) pointing out all the crazy shit he does, like the Amazon shit and all those horrible hours and all these like inconveniences. I think like Elon Musk probably could have had a seat at the table, but he's not really about. Hurting and co- benefiting off the pain of others, uh, people might complain about the crypto stuff he does, selling it like four hundred and twenty. It's like, well, it's four fucking twenty. That was the point. It was probably a joke that he had, but maybe he did some manipulation. But he found a way to work around the the routine. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I'm not. You can't get mad at corporations for trying to make money when that's their whole entire purpose. Mm. You know, they don't have a connection to people. I think the Illuminati is much like the cable industry. These cable companies in our area, at least in the states. There's like Comcast, MediaCom, Xfinity, all these giant streaming cable things. They're all like working together. You notice how none of their fucking prices really range differently from each other. There might be one that's a Mm. couple bucks different, but they could easily drop it down $50. When that one of them increases their price, they all increase their price. When one of them drops their price, they all drop their price. They're all slowly working together as like a corporation. This was proved on Adam Ruins everything. He was talking about how like monopolies, like the system set up for monopolies not to conspire, but there's workarounds and cutting corners to be able to make these monopolies actually work together. And the biggest one is the cable companies. I'm like, I think that's like that with the Illuminati. It's just a bunch of corporations that once you get enough money, you're offered a seat at the table and they kind of sort you out like, hey, what's what are you looking to do for the future? Well, I want to make people like. Connected more. I want people to be happy. I want no one to ever struggle their whole entire life. And they go, okay, we'll give you a call. They never call that fucking guy. They look for the person that comes in the room and goes, what do you want? I want money and I want bitches. It's like, all right, you're fucking hired. (laughs) And that's the Illuminati, just a bunch of people that are willing to do whatever they possibly can. If that means drain a lake, if that means mine near a school, that does whatever to make money, they're going to find ways to make sure they can do those types of things. And they don't want anybody at the table that thinks otherwise. Why would you want to live on the moon? Because everyone's talking shit on them here. Yeah, but there's nothing there. You start building there. Do you want to be at a place where nothing's at? You look at it like that. Imagine looking at it. Like I'm going to be the first person to build a house on here where I can slowly build up everything. So anybody that comes over there starts to have to work through me like a fucking toll booth. That's quite what's the word ostentatious mm, yeah
1: quite self self-centered arrogant well i mean if you're gonna think god about... complex and it you this it's not called the moon anymore it's called the bezos
0: well we're all kind of got a little bit of like a, at least not a god complex but a cult complex you know mm. we all want followers we all want to be looked up and admired to by people but Some people don't, some people do, you know, it's kind of like the whole social media thing. We all like it when someone likes our stuff and gives us validation through a a like or a retweet or something like that, or watches a video of ours or watches a TikTok or watches whatever, but- You got to keep it on the wraps. You can't let it over control your human aspect of that. You want to care for people. You want people to love each other and you don't want people to suffer. You know, that's very, very hard to say, because once the flow of money comes in, it all becomes tainted water. It's very, very hard to care about people when you got billions Mm -hmm. of dollars trying to give out. Even if you have Bill Gates has billions of dollars. His wife was asking for a small fraction and he wouldn't give it to her. That's not that's like that's greedy. That's not selfish. That's fucking greedy. Yeah.
1: But you know what I heard once is someone can like looked at. they say the world's run by 10 people.
0: I think it's probably in theory. Like 100.
1: Yeah. Well, the, they're talking about the 10 richest people in the world. You're talking people like Bezos and Gates and all that. And they it's say that, real. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that they rule the world because they want more money. And this guy was like, it's a good theory, but he said, let's put it to the test. And he looked at Jeff Bezos' net worth. Hundred odd billion. Yeah. So he said, he said, let's look at the, the five most expensive properties in the world to live in. Looked at them wherever they were, UAE, um, Saudi, wherever they were, worth hundreds of millions, sometimes even a one and a half billion for one property. So you've got the top five properties in the world cost. Then he looked at the top five most expensive cars in the world. Then the top five most expensive planes, helicopters, yachts, everything in the world. If he bought the top five most expensive of everything of that sort of value, he would still have a hundred billion left. So where is his incentive to earn more money and take over the world for more money? What's he going to do? Take my 20-odd grand a year? What the fuck's he going to do with that? That's one downfall of the kind of argument of the running the world for more money. I just don't get why. They, they, they've got more money they could, they could physically spend
0: in a lifetime. It's not running the world for more money, though. It's you become able to have power. And when you get power, the kind of requirement, much like it is to be able to pay your bills, you need money to do so. And then you get the power to be able to do whatever you want. You get electricity for your home to run all your appliances and take care of the Mm -hmm. things that you need to take care of. That's kind of what the thing is. To get a seat at the table, you got to have money. And once you get money, you have power. Because money brings in power. You know how many people will just suck a dick for a million dollars? A lot of people will suck a dick for a million dollars, man. Like, that's, that, dude, I could drop that price to $5,000. I know plenty of people that will suck a dick for $5,000. I know plenty, there are people you can meet that'll suck a dick for 20 You know, there's, what's you got, what's y'all price? Five. I'm not sucking a dick. <laughs> no. Not even for a million quid. No, because uh, the, the, I don't even know what that even means. A million quid? What is that?
1: That's like one and a half million dollars, roughly. Quid is slang for pound,
0: British pound. Okay, well, no, because then you're going to have to live with knowing that you did that. And a lot of people can't live knowing that they did that. I don't think I could get over doing that. You know what I mean? Because I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I have no. I swing completely straight. I'm not any of that. And people will be like, how do you know if you never? I'm like, because I never wanted to. I never wanted to. I have no. You're, you're
1: worried. Myself. You're worried. Fucking. You're it for a, a, fucking, you do it it for you a million do dollars. You do it for a million dollars. You fucking love it. And Change then you start the doing M it for to free. A B and we might then, be talk Then you start it. doing it for free. That's, why you're, That's
0: that, why you're scared. That could be a possibility. And I'm not willing to find out. Mm. Here's an interesting thing, which is quite. Like you bizarre. ever try anal. On me. Some people try anal all the time. They don't know that they were going to get into it and once they did it.
1: Well, we've got a thingy up there, haven't we? We've got a G-spot.
0: No, we've got a G-spot on our ass. I didn't know that. You didn't know men had a G-spot up there? No, I've never shoved enough things up there to be able to tell. (laughs) (laughs) That's common knowledge, man. I've never sat on a car keys and fucking accidentally. Our our
1: prostate is like our G-spot. I don't know. I'm not old enough to get one of those
0: exams yet, so... No, me neither, but I still know it. Okay, I didn't know. I learned something new every day. The show is educational. Yeah, but yeah,
1: it's, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that thought. I had a train of thought, and then you
0: mentioned anal. Threw me off. I threw you off with the anal. (laughs) (laughs) If YouTube doesn't take me down for the Bill Gates stuff, then it'll take me down for the the anal stuff. You know what's really weird is the fact that people are being restricted on what they say the censorship they're now letting in a bunch of things that they didn't let in before like you couldn't say anything about the lab you couldn't say anything about all these types of things and then now youtube has relieved those restrictions so now you can talk about it you can do this because now it seemed as like something that could be a possibility that's very very strange yeah you do
1: have to be careful apparently what someone does that i know who does podcasts because it's quite hard as a true crime podcast to get monetized because a lot of the words we use are banned words or whatever. But apparently what you can do, I mean, I'm nowhere near her level or anywhere near monetization, but she's been doing it for years. And she said that she, rather than posting her video publicly, what she does is she makes it private and then she sends it to YouTube to manually overview And then they come back, give it the green light, and then she can post the video. Rather than it being taken down, then having it appealed, then having it looked at. It's sort of being proactive in that sense. So even on TikTok, with your captions, I have to put like, if I say the word murder, I have to put an asterisk in there. So it doesn't say, because they must have systems that pick up certain words
0: that just ban your video for no reason. Well, it's like if you talk about anything that mentions like suicide even though it's a real yeah. thing. It's like, you it could be self-harm to other people. There's a thing on Instagram where it's like, you can block somebody or report somebody. If something says like harmful yeah. intent, self-harm, yeah. my buddy got, um, someone commented on his thing was like, said something about like, that's crazy. I can't believe that happens. And then my buddy was like, yeah, I almost slapped the person. I was like, a, you know, just an expression of like anger. Um, mm. not that he was like actually going to do it. And Facebook, Deleted his post and blocked his post. They said no, it's going it's intending self-harm. It's like oh, I don't I, yeah. I know they have a lot of content that gets posted. It's like trying to be the amount of YouTube videos that are posted per like minute, there's millions of hours of content that get posted every minute. So trying to sort through all that, they just put a bunch of keywords in, and then the system tries to find what those mm-hmm. keywords are and delete them all. So whether it's right or wrong, it's just a whole mix of like we don't want you spoiling the whole batch, even if it is a mistake.
1: You no, know, I was fucked up about the suicide thing. Obviously, apart from the act itself, but is the fact that I did some videos and one of the serial killers um hanged himself. And the first of all, people say it's hung. It's not when you when it's suicide, it's hanged. So do your research. But they'll put hung, hung, hung. It's actually hanged, you fucking idiot. But then the second thing is. Um, they were like, oh, um, he didn't commit suicide because suicide is no longer illegal. Suicide implies that he broke a law when he didn't. The official terminology is he
0: killed himself. It's like fucking hell, man. Come on. That, that's more hurtful saying he killed himself rather than saying suicide. Yeah. What are you supposed to put? He brutally ended his, his own life. Who, it's Epstein? Like... <laughs>
1: Not Epstein. In sure. my in, in my show. What about well, yeah. the new
0: guy? Who was the new guy that just died that, that, that hung himself? And it was like they say he got epsteined. That's now a verb. That's a verb now. Yeah. Did you not see that trending on Twitter?
1: Uh, probably not. No, oh I God. don't think so. Give me some background noise. He got epsteined. <laughs> Is that Jeopardy? That what's that? What's that? I'm humming.
0: It's not Jeopardy. jeopardy's do
1: do 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 oh
0: yeah that's jeopardy (laughs) wow this just shows like the fucking attention span of society that this was just trending like eight hours ago and then now it's not even available there's other shit now like did you know this person dyed their hair a different color i'm like who gives a fuck you want to see what's trending in the uk right now i'm pretty sure we have the same twitter trendings
1: no, it's by country. Trending. United Kingdom trends. John McAfee. So number one here is hashtag race to the nines. I think Look, that's fast and so furious.
0: John McAfee has reportedly died by suicide in a prison in Barcelona, according to Spanish newspaper El Pais.
1: Is he the security nude? As in McAfee antivirus, is that
0: him? Yes, that's that guy. So apparently, Eric Weinstein said that he reached out to him not that long ago and said that he was not going to kill himself. He's not suicidal. And he says this author- authoritarian turn around Epstein and all this type of stuff, fortifying democracy, and then it goes on. But it's all this type of stuff. Like He leaked a bunch of like government shit, like tax stuff, all this type of stuff, and got a lot of stuff done. And then this is like people – um are just going after him. Even QAnon is apparently back up. QAnon followers are already spreading Epstein-like conspiracy theories about John McAfee. Well, that's two political people that have committed suicide in like the past like two weeks. The one that exposed the Clintons and then was writing another book about the Clintons died and he had a family. Mm. So it was like he was producing another book and he died. Maybe another body count to the Clintons. I don't know. I'm not trying to say that this is all like conspiracy. Or this is all this, but I'm looking at it like, when do you start to look at like maybe the facts line up? Like the reason why, like I talk about the lab, I had some dude tell me that like, are you crazy? You think the lab's a thing? I'm like, they're looking back into it. Like the the lab tested bat coronaviruses and then also manipulated them as well too. And apparently in 2019, three scientists got sick at the lab with all the symptoms of coronavirus. And the, one of the guys that was sick transferred it over to his wife and his wife died from it. So it's like, you look at it, like, I'm not saying it's like, if, if you if you see something like if let's say if you're star- if you're dying of dehydration and I come up to you, I go, hey, man, would you like um, a saltine cracker or would you like a Ritz cracker? You're not even fucking starving. You're thirsty. Those things don't make fucking sense, and th- these things are leading the fuck up to each other, and people don't want to bu- look into it because it sorts with a certain side. It's either like, oh, that's Trump saying that, that's Trump's rumors, that's Trump's conspiracy. Oh, that's Biden this, Biden that. C- can we? Tr- I'm not on a side. I don't give a fuck about either of them. I care about them as people, sure, but I don't give a fuck about what what party, if you're a Republican, Democrat, liberal, libertarian, whatever the fuck it is. I'll gladly go back and forth with however I view But I look at it like, hey, man, this is not about whose side you're on. This is about the fucking truth. I would like to know where this fucking thing came from. I would like to know how it started. And I would like to know to make sure that we never do it again. Because obviously, how many times has science gotten us into something that has ended up fixing itself later? Mm. So when you say
1: the lab, you mean the Wuhan lab in China?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, it's a lab in Wuhan. Well, yeah. Is that not in china i don't know where it's at could be i just know it's in wuhan that's all i know i don't know where wuhan is yeah that's in china. A, i think it's a district of china no you want to know what's crazy is people consider this China? people thought this was a conspiracy till it came out there was kim jong-un his brother um he killed his brother he got his brother assassinated in an airport some person just went up behind him and choked him like with a wire And then they put him in the thing and they said it was a conspiracy that it was Kim Jong-un that did it, knowing that a day before they got into like a heated argument on national television in front of all the Chinese people. And then he just looked at him and Kim Jong-un walked away in silence, didn't say anything else, just stopped didn't even argue, just walked away. And the dude dies in an airport later. And then also his military chief called him out for killing his brother. Fucking they assass or they uh, killed him with an anti-air gun, an anti-air gun. And that was known as a conspiracy for two months. And then it came out as true. And everyone's like, oh, well, that's what happens with politics. Fuck you. Don't say that shit to me. That's nuts. Are you kidding me? Are we not going to be like, all right, look, can we just stop saying that? No, that's not true. That's this. That's that. Can we just wait until the fucking information comes out? Jesus Christ. I'm not even if the lab is wrong. Good. If the lab is right. Good. I don't give a fuck. I just want the truth. I want to know this shit. I'm tired of people saying, no, you're a nut job no that's this no that's that it's so crazy to me i'm like look can we just say that there's no definitive answer yet and let's wait until it comes out that's all i'm saying did you
1: know did you hear the rumor that kim jong-un was actually dead because i like, and that he's been replaced by a doppelganger
0: that was well i heard that kim jong-un died i thought he had the heart attack and they told everybody he died and then it turns out it wasn't true um well, I remember it was like it was on his deathbed, and then the, the next day he was like walking around like he's the healthiest guy you've ever seen. I think they were going to try what they were going to try and do was um say that he died, and then seeing what they would we would do like uh, us as countries for like the next couple mm. of months, seeing what actions we do, and then I think he was like, "No, wait, I don't want to hide for a month. I want to be out in the open. I want to be able to do shit." can
1: eat KFC if you are hiding, can you? No, I don't think they
0: have that over there korean fried chicken you're a horrible <laughs> person <laughs> um i've look, but it's crazy because someone was pointing out all these videos of people in china that were i think they live in zhajiang And it's like 5,000 videos of saying it's all in subtitles because they're speaking obviously Chinese, but they're like, I live here. Look at my home. It's nice and happy. And they're smiling and they say their name. Each one of them says, I am this person and I'm from here. It's a great place to live. And Mm -hmm. all these videos by themselves look normal. Like, okay, these people are trying to stand up for the place that they live in. I can understand that. But then someone took them and morphed them all like side by side like back to back to back to back the same thing is like they're reading off a script they all start with introducing themselves saying where they're from saying how amazing the place is rattling off how nice their home is rattling off how happy their family is showing every single one of their family members and it's like oh fuck like you start to look at it like oh my god when you really pair these up like that i don't know if it's just a technology doing that like photoshop but if you're really looking at it like he pointed out the template of the script he's a popular guy um i think it's like something joe something he's a i think like a was some one of the ambassadors or diplomats for over there and he pointed it out and like on twitter but now china's banned youtube China's banned all this stuff from all those videos that have been starting to get posted. They banned all of it. They don't want anybody Mm -hmm. because they think it's going to contaminate the minds of the Chinese people. And I'm like, no, that's the government doing that shit that China's when we say China's the issue, it's the government. It's not that's, they just conflict with us so much. And if they think of it differently, then they think of it differently. That's where I get into it. Like a little bit. I'm like, yo, I don't want that to happen in here. I don't want people censoring things. And I get it for good purpose obviously you don't want people like discriminating or hurting other people's feelings and causing people to hurt themselves. But when do you draw the line of like, when is it hurting someone? When is it cracking a joke? And I get it. Some jokes can be taken the wrong way too, but is it just simple to just ban the QAnon thing or is it going to be harder and they're going to extend the boundaries to if Stuart, if you tell me that I have a boogie in my nose or something, could that be deleted as self-harm because you're technically saying something hurtful that would make me hurt myself i don't know you can't you can't understand that's why i want the Neuralink thing to be able to see it through another person's perspective so you can kind of and i'm i don't like putting a chip in your head but if it can do that then fuck it you call it a boogie not a boogie that's what you got out of that yeah okay <laughs> i've been ranting for like 30 minutes you got to start doing some talking here Dude, I was listening. It's fucked up, man. The whole China thing and
1: the censorship over there is just bad. They've got their own internet and shit. It's
0: It's happening over here too, man. It's going to end up taking over everywhere where it's going to be like, it's a government issue. It's a power issue. You see that yeah. best probably with studying like these psycho killers and all these people that kill people. A lot of it is a power thing. A lot of them, like what they tie somebody up, they put somebody in a position where they can't do anything and they feel weak. That gets a lot of people off in some matters because most of their life, they probably haven't had power.
1: Yeah. It, it comes, most of it comes from childhood. Like I've just done a case about this guy who only killed gay men, but it wasn't because he necessarily Although he said he hated gay people, he didn't necessarily do it for that reason. He chose gay men because he felt this is in the early '90s. He felt that first of all, not people wouldn't have sympathy towards victims being gay, and secondly, he felt that he was targeting people who were into like S and M. So he felt that it would be easier to get them into that vulnerable position by pretending it was just a bondage game, or
0: that he wanted to.
1: That's fucking smart. And then they were they were tied up, and then he he killed them.
0: Crazy. That, what's the craziest one you've read so far? I, I oh. You told me about the small two-year-old. That was a horrible one.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. That's
0: the uh, one you won't why. do, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I do, it's just because people have people have already done it, and it, they've done such a good job. I just I don't think I'd do it justice, and I don't want to unnecessarily get into that because it's it's been covered so much.
0: Do you and ever stop? Still, and when you're doing these, and you ever go like, "That's fucking clever as shit."
1: I mean, the, the tying up things from a logical point of view makes sense. Yeah, the but then he that then he would ring up police and newspapers anonymously and say that he's killed people. It's, it's like
0: he wanted to be caught.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: a ridiculous. lot of it is like the rush of being on the run from doing a horrible act
1: yeah i've just done a, the recent one which you probably i can't remember if that's when i wore your shirt when i did the guy that killed his whole family
0: which is pretty that was fucked that
1: up yeah so he sick of his wife one day killed his wife and then picked his kids up from school took them for fish and chips took them home drugged them strangled them then he killed both of his dogs
0: and then just went on the run for a week which one did i send you where the girl survived from the guy killing her whole family because she convinced him to c- kill her whole family. You've
1: sent me that much stuff, man. I can't remember. <laughs> we talked. The about most, it. The, the most vivid one I remember from you was the fucking the girl that got pregnant. Um, how what happened? Some of the, with the spunk got on something and oh, she got the, pregnant. She the, with there, a knife, she yeah, got stabbed was, with a knife and got pregnant. That's s- fucked up. S- Semen
0: it. on the blade or whatever and stabbed She yeah. yeah, was born without a vagina and it went into her stomach and hit one of the eggs and fertilized it. Imagine you're a knife baby.
1: Imagine people that are trying to have kids and, and the 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 following the cycle when oh, you're ovulating fuck, and some dudes managing to attack a girl. With semen on the knife or however it happened, and she's getting pregnant without even having a vagina. You know, people go through IVF. Do you have IVF over there? Do you know what IVF is? Irritable bowel. No, that's IBF. IV V vendetta. IVF.
0: IVF. Irritable. Vasectomy. I don't know what it
1: stands for. No, no, no. It's about trying to conceive um through for people who
0: struggle to have kids. Oh, irreversible. F- uh victor's uh fertility 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 probably i just took a shot in the dark i
1: have no idea but yeah that's something that people go through as well
0: (laughs) wait so ivf
1: in a vertical floorboard? let's see what it stands
0: for (laughs) apparently apparently it's awful i'm gonna to go through call it irresponsible viscal fertility fertility it's called you have a brown case on your phone no dude it's uh, see
1: it's clear my phone's yellow that's weird it's called in vitro fertilization
0: oh i know that in vitro uh fecal fertilization <laughs> fecal i don't know fecal means shit isn't that just like putting an injection and then growing a baby that way
1: yeah it says an egg is removed from the woman's ovaries and fertilized with sperm in a lab and then the the fertilized egg is returned to the woman's womb to grow and develop. So there's obviously a lot of risk of it not happening.
0: It's not cheap. I know a couple of people that have been on the show that have done that. Yeah.
1: So imagine people going through that and struggling with it and paying thousands of pounds or dollars for it. And then finding out that someone in Africa or wherever it was gets stabbed with no
0: vagina and gets pregnant. Do you think a lot about serial killers is that it's genetic? Like you're just genetically a psychopath? No. Because no, my buddy, he's a, He's a past guest, good friend. He's not a psychopath. He's a very amazing guy. Shout out to Jason uh, Lampro. But his reason, his last name is Lampro was his great, great grandfather killed someone and then fled the country and went to a different country and changed his last name. So, wow, I don't know. I look at it like this. Imagine that you're in a lab and you're growing your baby or whatever. And right when they're about to like put the baby into the woman using whatever that is that you just explained, the scientist goes uh, Stuart, can you come over here? And you go, yes. So this is your son. And this genetic anomaly in the, in this right here, he's going to be a serial killer. He's going to kill so many people. I think we should destroy this. And you're like, but it's my son. It's our only chance of having a kid. And you're just Mm. like, I know, but this is humanity. And then you're (laughs) just like, yeah but it's not going to affect in my life yeah but you'd
1: think you'd think he was bullshitting though wouldn't you
0: i don't know man maybe that's what happened with hitler
1: well let's say in theory that that, <laughs> let, let's say that
0: <laughs> moving on from adolf oh, let's God. say um he's that, a great he, painter but he's gonna kill a lot of people Well, yeah can
1: we get him into I an mean, art
0: scholarship before that happens
1: i mean your son is gonna be a very, very skilled leader, but he is going to commit mass genocide.
0: So it's kind of... He's going to ruin a mustache look for the whole fucking world. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, if they said to you, guaranteed 100%, there's no ifs or buts that he was going to become a serial killer. But this is, again, this is the only time we could ever do this for you to have a child. You would still think that you could change that child By loving it more. Because I personally don't think that people are born inherently evil.
0: I don't think think so either.
1: I think it's all nurtured. Because most, most of the cases I research, people have either been sexually abused, bullied, sent down, and attacked in borstals or youth detention centers. A member of the families raped them or something. It doesn't justify what they then do. But there's usually something external like an external environmental factor, there's something that's impacted them, which has changed how their mind works.
0: I, I think for the I'm most a, part, I'm a 100% in belief of that too. I don't think anybody's born evil. I think it just environmentally affects them, or something happens to them that causes them like a wire to snap or something to cross. But it gets so weird. Because imagine if they're able to detect certain anomalies in the brain that are going to cause like, imagine a person that can't sense certain emotions, has their wires Mm. crossed in certain emotions, and they don't know what is wrong and right, you know, these types of things that you're supposed to develop when you, when you evolve or you grow up as a person, imagine if you're just born not being able to have that compassion or empathy, just having no empathetic factor of things, you know, it's very, very strange. I think it gets crazy, because if you look at a person that could change if a scientist told you that, and you can change that person, it's like omen. How many times yeah. do they think they could change Damien from Omen? Mm-hmm. The kid was born devil's kid. He wasn't changing. It's an extreme case. He killed his whole part. family and then went <laughs> to a foster family to restart the process. But what about this? There's there's a test
1: when you're pregnant and I don't know what the test is called, but it tests for Down syndrome or the, the genes or whatever that could potentially lead to your kid having yeah, Down syndrome. the chromosome. Syndrome. The chromosome, that's it. Now, the, now the test never says guaranteed not to have it. It's normally one in a X amount chance. It might be one in 1,000, one in 3,000. It could be one in 10, which is going to be more likely. So you're never guaranteed that your child isn't going to have Down syndrome. Even if it's one in 3,000, there's still a chance. There always is. So it's a similar thing. If you say it could be born evil, but it might not be. But in that situation, what do you do? If they say, look, odds are the kid might have this extra chromosome or whatever it is, or this kid's got psychopathic tendencies, he's not going to have the empathy gene. What do you do as a a parent when your kid's six months grown?
0: It's probably my biggest fear when I was a kid, it's awful. It's my biggest fear now too, is if I have a kid, is he going to be mentally challenged? I don't know if I'm equipped to be able to handle that. I look at people that handle and like my buddy, Jason, like I said, he has, he has a kid that is mentally challenged and I tell him all the time. It's the strongest thing I've ever I, I could never in my own life. It's not that I wouldn't love them. It's just that I don't know if I could be emotionally equipped to be able to hand, handle that. My mentality, mm-hmm. everything, it's the scariest thing for me is being because I just I just I. there are some people and I give them all the credit in the world to be able to be equipped and handle with those type of things because I know how hard it's going. it got to be, I mean, I've mm-hmm. that's the, that's one area where I was like, I want to improve in the world is the fact of like mentally challenged people don't really get a good go of things um, in the world, they yeah. don't really get a fair shot at anything. It's very, very hard to have that. My friend that I grew up with, um, he lived down the same street as me. You know, his mom works at the food line, grocery store. That's her, that's her fear. She tells me all the time kids, 24 years old, still pushing carts at food line and stuff like that. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. a bad job to anybody that does that, but it's a fact of like, she tells me, she's like, my fear is one day I'm not going to be here. Who's going to be taking care of them. And that's kind of like a very scary thing in my mind is like, you want to make sure your kids, when you do have them, you want to make sure they have everything in the possible world and the possible future to have. But even when you have a kid that is necessarily what you would call normal or functioning, like fully functioning, you never know when it's going to go bad. I saw a fucking kid that was 17 years old. I guess he was on a, uh, like a boating accident or something. and was completely paralyzed. And he plays Xbox through like with a whistle and stuff like that. And his dad has to get him up out of bed every morning, change his pants, have him go to the bathroom, clean out his bag whatever that he poops in, whatever. He's got one of those uh, colostomy bags Mm because you can't move anything down there and take care of his whole entire life at the age of 17 years old or whatever. And I'm like, fuck, man. I don't know if I could handle that as a parent, if that happened, but you never know. Like you just hope to God, something like that doesn't happen to your fucking kids, man. That's the biggest fear. Yeah. I think for any parent is something like that happening. And you see all these people that are 22 years old. Well, how'd you get in that wheelchair, Bobby? Well, I, I dove head first into a shallow end of a fucking pool and now I'm fucking, I can't move my legs. That's, that's the, that's the scariest fucking thing. I, as a parent mm-hmm. or I'm not a parent, but as a, Seeing from a parent's perspective, that has got to be the scariest thing when that kid walks out the door and you're like, fuck, I have no idea how to protect him anymore now that he's on his own.
1: Yeah. Every parent, I don't care who you are, every parent wants their kid to be born healthy, let's say, 100%. I don't like the word normal, but you know what I mean. But like you say, even if your kid is born that way, normal, without any issues if you want to call it that like you say you don't know what's going to happen they could just be walking to school one day get hit by a car you could you could do you know what i mean and then what what if your kids if you're a single parent and that happens to you who's watching your kid your kid might have to go into foster care they might get abused in foster care then they might commit crimes then they go to borstles then they go to prison then they turn into a serial killer all because someone was driving whilst texting
0: i'll never forget when I was hit by a jet ski and I was in the hospital and they're like, you want me to call your parents? And I was like, yeah, call my dad. Let him know I'm here. And I remember seeing him like coming down the hall and he's like, my dad's a tall guy he usually walks with like his feet, like in front of him. I know people like talk about like what we feet in front of you. I mean, like he literally walks, like if he's leaning back as he's walking, like he's doing like a, and that's how he walks with his feet out. Like just like kind of like, <clears throat> His feet don't walk straight. His feet go off to the sides like that as he walks. Mm-hmm. And um, a little bit goofy. Uh, I, I make fun of him for it. But uh, I remember I was laying on the hospital bed. And he came up to me and I'm like, what's up? And he goes, oh, glad you're all right, man. What happened? And I explained to him the whole thing. He goes, you know, what my biggest fear was. And I was like, what? That I was dead. He goes, no, my biggest fear coming in here was that when I got a call about my son being in the emergency room, my heart went into my fucking throat, man, because I was thinking what? What I don't know what condition he's in. They said you were eventually like you were fine. You were talking and everything, but I was coming in here thinking that it was going to be worse than what it is. Like mm. that's, and as soon as I saw you down the hall, like smiling and laughing and like, you know, joking around with the nurses or whatever, I knew like everything just got relieved. My heart went back to its spot. I was just in this state of relief, man. Cause that's the biggest fear. And he explained to me, it's actually, we got, he had to help me get to the car cause I couldn't walk. Um, but we got into the car and everything. And he's you know, sit in a parking lot before you go like are you gonna go like can we get taco bell or something like i just got hit by a fucking jet i got hit by a sea dude going 40 miles an hour can we get taco bell that's what i wanted to do um mm. but we went to the cvs uh to get advil and a leave because i didn't want to take Valium or any of the stuff they prescribed me um mm. so i just took the uh leave at like a regular over-the-counter thing i was abusing the shit out of them um because i couldn't walk but uh he went in there and he goes, I think the guy that hits you on the jet ski is works in that CVS. And it was, there was this manager of the CVS is the one that hit me on the jet ski. It's just ironic as fuck. like, I tell you, life's ironic, but um, Jesus, we were getting Taco Bell. But before we got all the way there and everything like that we were sitting in the parking lot, and he was telling me, he goes, my biggest fear is that when you get a call like that as a parent and you're gone or something's wrong with your kid and it's unfixable or something's not going to heal, even if a slight little cut, it still hurts. It's something like, and I get it because it's like when you create something, if someone went into your podcast, deleted everything you have ever owned, you have nothing to back it up on or just destroyed your whole entire thing that you've spent all this time into and it's gone, you're going to fucking be upset. It's going to be a horrible thing. It's like when someone steals your identity, that's your character that you built up. So it's technically like your child, it's you. It's a creation that you have had. Anything that you create, you have an immediate protection over. If If there was a gun to my head and there was a gun to your kid, You would choose your kid over me 100% because nothing can match the love that you have for the thing that you have created. And Mm -hmm. that's what's fucking intense that I always find fascinating is that like just that experience that I have with my dad or any experience when it comes to that in general. It's so interesting to see when you see all these accounts of like we talk about justice killings, for instance, on our first episode where that dude shot the guy in the airport because the, the guy that was getting off for molesting his kid or whatever and mm-hmm. everyone's like you're looking at it like that's a that's a justice kill it seemed differently because you're he's doing a rightful act in a way it's horrible that he killed someone he shouldn't have to do that but he wanted justice he got justice and it was because someone hurt his kid you know the love that you have yeah you will act in anything out of rage and emotion just because your love for this person is undying he didn't even get any jail time that guy did he i think he got a couple of
1: months I think he just did. Um, he had a suspended sentence. If it, you're talking about the dude who was waiting at the payphones, right? And he, he was it was live in the middle of an
0: airport. There's a video of it.
1: Yeah, he's live on TV. Yeah, he was waiting with a baseball cap on and at the payphones. Then he just turned around and shot him. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, it, it was his kid's uh, karate teacher, wasn't it? he? was been molesting his kid. But yeah, I think he got um, a suspended sentence and just did some community service. I think
0: it's just, I don't know. It's, I don't know how we got on this road, but it's just, it's fascinating to see how the mind works. I think that's why I like, like listening to your podcast so much too, is because you kind of like, when you talk about it and stuff too, do you think about any of this stuff? Cause I look at that in such so many different angles of like, what is this person? How did this person get here? Why do they choose to do it like this? Why do they do it like that?
1: Yeah. I'm starting to bring it in a little bit more now that I'm filming stuff because it's like you and I, I feel like when I'm looking at the camera, And I know someone's going to be watching. It's almost like it's more conversational. So the style of my show has slightly changed from just being audio only. Because when you're doing audio, when I was writing my scripts, it was so rigid and there was no real room for ad-libs. There was no room to... There was no jokes in there, for example. There was a little bit of like English humour, but I didn't want to... I was worried about offending people. I didn't want to treat a serious subject as comical and stuff which it isn't but i just think if you can you know they say if you don't laugh you'll cry yeah so, so so it's like like the dude who killed his whole family and it's awful and on the day he did it he went to um mcdonald's to get a breakfast where normally he would go back home and, and have a nap because he's a night shift worker so so i said oh i went for a mackie's breakfast we call it mackie's here so I was like, oh, I prefer um, a Greg's breakfast. And then I said, oh, he got his bacon egg muffin meal with an extra half br- hash brown and all this. Complete load of bollocks. It's just my order what I would get. Yeah, I remember that. Just little shit like that, which it's not funny, but it, it, to me,
0: it's amusing. Like, I'm, about to say, I'm pretty I'm sure just... I messaged you about it when you said it or I commented. I was like, I'd kill yeah, I'd for a hash brown too.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I've just recorded an episode and I, I, like I said to you, it's probably the one that I've done the most kind of brought the most humor into it, just because the guy is the dude who killed all the gay people, just because he's such a piece of shit. And there's no kind of sympathy for this guy at all. Not that there is for any killers, but I I just kind of went in on this guy for some reason. So <laughs> I said um, he used to it was into survivalism, you know, like in nature. We have a couple of guys on TV here. I don't know who you have over there. People who are like in the wild and teach you how to survive and bushcraft and all that kind Bear of stuff. Grylls. Yeah, Bear grills. yeah. He's one I mentioned. I didn't know if you had him over there. But Bear grills, that kind of stuff. So I said that he used to tell people, this is true, he used to tell people how to kill snakes, how to skin them and eat them. So I was like, I didn't know we had many snakes um, in the UK. So, so I said, I researched I said, oh, we've got the... Um, the green snake, the adder, and the the smooth snake or something. So, so I said, so oh, no, I'm surprised it didn't mention the trouser snake in the, in that list. But it gave all the Latin names for, for these snakes. So I said the trouser snake, better known as the longest pipus or biggest dickus, which just makes just makes me laugh, you know what I mean. So I'm trying to <laughs> but I say it's so deadpan, and then I just move on to the next thing. Most people won't even know what I'm talking about. what was the other thing i said i said just one more thing i said um he used to dress from head to toe in camouflage gear so i said (laughs) i'm such a fucking idiot so i said i bet it must have been weird for everyone else just to see a floating head flying (laughs) past
0: Uh, did did you say that in the one that's coming up or did you say that in the past i've heard that
1: i've probably said it to you before it's a common joke that i say say, i've
0: heard you say that before
1: yeah, like if you see a load of camouflage stuff on a load of coat hangers, you think, oh, have they got no stock.
0: I've just just got a load of coat hangers. It's a stupid fucking joke, but it makes me laugh. I think that's like <laughs> the cringiest part. I think there's a couple parts for me about looking through my past episodes. Um, mostly, I look fucking exhausted in a lot of them. Like I have these big like brown bags under my eyes that are just like fucking look like I just got off. Like a, it's It's probably because it was either recorded really early or recorded really late. So I was like dead Mm. fucking tired, but I was in it, you know, and then some of them where I'm like wearing a hat where it looks like I'm fucking bald and I'm not, I just have my beanie (laughs) on or something. But um, listening to the beginning ones where I was more like structured and all these types of things. And I like where it's at now where like I had someone, Mm. you know, that was an academic on here and they were like, you're like it's i couldn't narrow your show down it's so like interesting and i was like what do you mean they're like there's no flow to, like there's a flow to it but there's no like niche like you do this or you do that there's no you're just all over the place i'm like yeah it's kind of like you're stepping into my mind in a way like you're stepping mm. into like i can be serious some episodes are funny you never really know what you're gonna get i think that's why it's like it's authentic it's me i'm never thinking the exact same as I was before on a lot of stuff. And that's because I'm growing as a person as well, too. I think if you're not Mm. thinking or at least, you know, growing at all, then you're not really doing a whole lot. That's what it means to be successful. That's what life is, is about growing, is about being something, you know, we bring back to the beginning of what we were talking about. It's it's very, very interesting because people do comparisons based on, you know, money or popularity or even your fucking wealth class when it comes to your fucking home whether you get dodgers tickets whether you get fucking you you, you sit and have lunch with wayne brady i don't know but people judge on those types of things rather than focusing mm-hmm. on like your growth as a person who you are do you think the same as you did when you were a child if you do then there's something wrong you should be thinking a little bit better or thinking more deeply when it comes to some things yeah
1: i think the key thing about content like you and i are content creators is that make content that you would watch yourself because you can look at shows that are doing well and try to copy that format but if that's not natural to you it's just going to sound rigid it's going to sound scripted whereas like I do you ever watch Dan Cummins's podcast on YouTube yeah I watch that that's who I'm trying to almost emulate to some degree obviously he's Got a full team of writers. Is a lot richer than me. Is a lot funnier than me. Is is a lot more confident on the mic than me. Because I I do so many fucking mistakes. It's ridiculous. He does the whole thing in one go, which is you know fair play to him. So I'm I'm trying to copy his style, but not the length. He does like two two and a half hours. That's not for me. I'll watch his show over a week, like half an hour each day. So I keep my style to thirty minutes max. I'm doing it in a way that I when I watch it back, I find it funny. I'm just one of them pricks that finds himself funny. Uh, <laughs> sounds so arrogant, doesn't it? But you got to make content that if you got presented your show and it wasn't your show, would you watch it? Well, and I'd the watch. answer that the answer has to. So if someone presented your podcast to you and it wasn't you, would you watch it?
0: I definitely give it a listen.
1: Yeah. It's quite with you. It's quite difficult because your personality is unique to yourself. So it's it's a bit of a tricky question for you. But in the form of a, a podcast, let's say, if you made a podcast, whether it's on sport or true crime or whatever, if if you got presented your like if someone showed me my show and it wasn't me, it was just a show, knowing I'm into true crime, if I looked at that and said, oh, I wouldn't watch that. That shit. Well, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, but millions of people like it. Yeah, but you don't like it. You don't even enjoy your own show. How does that work?
0: I sometimes don't really enjoy my own show. Really? Depending on sometimes. I think it gets very, very hard because like the reason why like we talked about, is there ever a rare possibility? I don't, I have a guest, I don't post or something like that. I have a couple still saved on my computer. Mostly of the the time it's because I get into a conversation with someone who has a job that it's going to affect their job and they don't think about it. And so they start like, oh man, I don't want this affecting my career. I'm more than happy to take it down. I'm more not take it down. If it's not published yet, I don't take down episodes. That doesn't happen. Sorry. If it's Mm -hmm. up, it's up. But if you message me and tell me it's affecting this, it's affecting that and, or something like a recording and you don't want it to affect all these types of things. I'm more than happy not to post. It. I'm not, a, yeah. not out here to fucking make anybody look bad, make anybody look a certain way. I'm not here to have fun conversations. And if it mm-hmm. means that you don't want your recording posted, okay, I won't post your recording. You know, I don't want to lose contact with you. I'd still like to talk to you. I hope you still have a good life. That's the stuff. thing. You've, you've still had the conversation, which is the main thing. Yeah. Um, and in rare cases, too, there are some episodes where it's like a person only wants to talk about things that they are that they want being promoted, like a book or something. And then I don't post those if it comes to that point, which rarely ever happens because yeah. I think I snap them out of that in the first beginning. First of all, if you're publishing a book, if you're publishing anything, don't promote it on the fucking show that you're on. Talk about it at the end when they let you have the promotion or they have the promotion in the beginning sometimes because people want to know who you are. If you just keep promoting your shit, they're like, I don't want to I don't even like the person. There's so much about themselves. You got to have fun and and go with the flow of the show. That's why when people go, Robbie, where's your links at when I'm on a show or something? I'm like, it's out of the blank. Google it. That's it. (laughs) so simple like it's not to be rude it's just people get very very when they start going spotify apple stitcher Pop people go god damn it like i've listened to podcasts that are like three minutes long and they're just ads and i get it if you're trying to still keep the money and all that type of stuff too but people like to hear like you for a uh, you got to make your show you you got to do your own type of thing awesome like choking and dying right now on camera if anybody's watching have you ever had guests on
1: where because you're you're quite good at getting people to open up you're good with the with the open-ended questions you normally like when we first came on even the second time yeah no but that no but that's what you do like even the second time I remember because I we go on and I never come on thinking oh let's talk about this let's talk about that the first time it was a bit more about the podcast but the second time it wasn't but I remember the second time you just said What's been on your mind this week? You know, something as simple as that. And that that just gets me, that gets me talking then. It's not an open-ended question. You can't kill the conversation. You're quite good at that. But have you had anyone on that's not, you just haven't had that chemistry or they've not, up. if they come on to talk about a certain thing, they've they've not opened up about something else. I guess,
0: is the long-winded way of wording that. Yeah, I think I've mentioned it before. I have an issue with feminists. It's not the idea of feminism. It's just the people, like, the ones with the fucking bangs that are like a lampshade, and they fucking come at you like you're a white man. You need to pay for every sin that's ever happened in the world. The fact that you didn't get gas in your car today is my fault. That type. I've had, like, two of those on my podcast where they're like, like we've been talked about the Native Americans before, and I've been called a racist because they go, all you do is have white people on your show. I'm like, I don't think so. I think I actually hit a broad spectrum. And first of all, I am messaging a fucking page. I don't know who that person is until we get into the goddamn recording. So I don't want to hear shit about that. But I yeah. deal with thousands of like people think it's just like me uploading a show that I don't ever get a comment. You know, I get so much shit. Most like you got this wrong. You got this wrong. get this wrong. I'm like, motherfucker, if you caused you to look it up, then I did my fucking job or I did whatever I wanted it to happen. I get things wrong. Like I said, this is free flowing conversation. I don't research. I don't do any of this type of stuff. I learn something outside and I use it in a conversation. If it ends up getting brought into that, that's probably the biggest thing. But that's why I disable comments and shit, too. I'm just like, I don't got time to worry about you. I don't got time yeah. to worry about this. I'm here for my friends and the people that actually want to be nice and have a good chat. Do you ever have people on that just can't hold a conversation? I had a guy with social anxiety. Um, his episode ended up being 45 minutes long. Actually, holy crap. Let's bring it back. Um, oh, about 160 episode. I think I was on. So about 700 something episodes ago, there was a guy that was hit by a, a van and he's a motivational speaker. He was hit by a van and his like, He's in a wheelchair, and a lot of things happened to him. Um, his actually girlfriend was killed by the van. Um, the episode went 35 minutes long because, like, he was doing very long pauses, and he only wanted questions. So I'm sitting here talking to him, trying to give mm. him a talk, and he's like, "Yes, no." And I'm like, mm. "Did your?" So he explains the car accident and everything. I'm like, "Did any of that affect your brain, like your speaking or anything?" Because you could tell in the when you listen to him that it affects his speaking. Mm. And I was like, did, "Did that ever affect any of that?" And he just goes, "No." And I'm like, it didn't affect your speaking at all. He goes, no. I'm like, are you, are you sure? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, okay. Um, well, it's been great having you on. It was only a 35-minute episode. And then I've had one yeah. where a guy has social anxiety. Um, I've cut it down. He's, uh, his blog is amazing. Um, a shout-out to him, Cody Sexton. His blog is, I think it's a thin slice of anxiety on Instagram. His blog is fucking terrific. Um, he writes amazingly I, I love to have him when i'm on him hopefully want to get him on again if he's listening um but I, his episode he has social anxiety but he wanted me to send it to him when i got done with it i edited all the pauses out that were it was like a two and a, a two hour recording cut it down to 45 mm-hmm. minutes took every single pause out and everything like that it's natural flowing then i sent it to him he was so happy he showed his family and everything i like that and then 300 episodes later, almost a full year later, I met someone that went to school with him and we talked about it. Like, that's what I love is the fucking, we're all connected in some way. And it's not hard to have a conversation. Like I said, if I have to edit, I'll fucking edit. And that was before this was, vi- that was video. So it was a hell of a lot easier.
1: Yeah. Video is so long,
0: man. So long. Yeah. These are it's all awful. Raw. So you hear all the chair squeaks and all the connection errors. I'm sorry. I'm not fucking with the video shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. was I was...
0: The thing is, when I talk to you, mate, I
1: always—I think oh, I'll bring that up, and then you just don't shut the fuck up, dear. <laughs> Me? All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, mate, I'll mention this. Ten minutes later, I'm only joking.
0: I'm sorry, I go on these rants.
1: No, nah, it's good. I'm only joking. But no, that's good that. Um, so he was just leaving was it when he left these long pauses then is that because he was thinking of something because i know a lot of people i do it quite often as well is when i'm speaking i will leave a gap when i'm trying to think of the right word to say because i don't always want to just say words to fill a gap if that just doesn't sound right i would for example i would rather say something correctly that was an example
0: <clears throat> of yeah. pause um like like I that i mean take up acting jesus that was a good one i thought that was a legit 100 oh ah, well you know. I, I could do impressions too i would like to do an uh, english accent for you Go on then. well that was an example of i i see you gotta you gotta talk so i can mimic that <laughs> you don't
1: sound anything like me do you no. want to hear you know you know your friend called uh you called him cody 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 do you, you want to know how i say that yeah cody
0: cody Code. I once hello with the bops and the whistles and the flips and the flops. I don't know. I don't I can't, I can't do an English accent. I can do an There's Australian. A... Oh, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Or you can do um Chris Farley. You know who Chris Farley is? I know the name. I can't picture him. You know Matt Foley. You know who Christopher Walken is? Yeah. I've oh, heard that. Let me hit you with I've my Christopher. You... You've heard my Christopher Walken? I think I think it, you, the way he goes uh, the, this is the Foo Fighters. Oh, fighters, whatever. I love it. Um, fighters. I can do Scooby Doo really good. You look like Shaggy. That's yeah. If you look at the shirt I have with my face on it, where it's like a cartoon of me with my thumbs up, yeah. the artist made my shirt green. Adam, he made my shirt green on purpose so I look like Shaggy. <laughs> like, like Scoop. Oh. Um, but uh, <laughs> what were you talking about? impressions no you said the pause thing no it's more like imagine being recorded and you've never been recorded before and you're not even really a talker in real life it's so very very hard because when you're going into something that you've never recorded never twitch streamed never done a podcast never done any of that you know you're going people are going to hear this so people just want a script people want something that they can go on they want questions that they know they're going to be asked it's so hard to have send out an invite and hopefully people see that you're genuine you just want a conversation people don't yeah. see that people see like what did i post that this person wants to get about me scripts are so much harder man it's fucking terrible i rather just think of the questions in the moment yeah reading the like, script is fucking hard how do you like, get your like, hair like that me yeah
1: what do you mean gel like this yes that's uh, grease man looks fucking good i'm gonna cut tomorrow because i'm going out on saturday special date no i'm just meeting my friend your special friend yeah i see him once a year and we have rough intercourse really (laughs) (laughs) i
0: want to know more about that
1: no money gets exchanged okay
0: so it's passive (gasps) passively sex yeah what are we talking about then i had a point to make welcome to out of the blank podcast yeah because you, you,
1: you, I was saying something, and you mentioned my hair, and I was like, oh, my hair. Thanks.
0: Yeah. You also have Appreciate a very it. nice forehead.
1: Oh, we're talking about... Oh, thank you. We're talking about scripts, weren't we? Yes. So I, I used to write my scripts, and it was so formal. Because so, I used to... Have you heard of Grammarly? Grammarly, the podcast. No, Grammarly is a website. It might be a podcast, but it's, there's a, a website, and it's it corrects your grammar and your spelling, hence Grammarly. And so you input a script into that, and it says, "Right, what style is it? What's your audience? Are you are you trying to be casual, neutral, formal? Are you trying Sexy. to tell a story? Sexy? I don't think that's an option. Should be." Yeah. And they'll say, "Right," and it'll correct. It won't correct them. It'll just highlight. You know, like Microsoft Word puts a squiggly line under misspelling. Paperclip so comes out. Yeah, <laughs> the talking <laughs> paperclip comes out. Yeah, so it's like that, but it'll say, "Right." This is in the passive voice. It should be in this tone. It helps your writing and your grammar. but And it's good because you don't sound like an idiot when you're talking from a script. But the downside of that is you don't sound natural. So when I transitioned from... um, (laughs) I'm not going to make a transition joke. When I transitioned from audio to video, um, it was like I had to change that style because can you imagine a YouTube video where I'm just reading a script that is like... And then he moved into the house and he opened the door and he then walked in five yards and then he picked up a knife and then he stabbed her in the neck. I actually might like that a little bit
0: more. The way you bad. said that and he stabbed her in the neck. Yeah, I'll just do auto thingy. Can you imagine Robot. if my show was like this? You're listening to Out of the Blank Podcast. Cast, 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 cast. My guest is Stuart Blues of the British murder, Mur murder murder, murder, murder podcast.
1: I of a study you've got. I know, right? Good God! Mama, some podcast. Like, like. <laughs> life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Well done. The some podcasts are like that, though. Our YouTube, yeah, Yo, what's going up, guys? My is your boy so and so. This week on the episode, we're gonna have such a great episode, guys. We have got this guy on this week. He's a podcast host, and um, what we're gonna do? Let me just give a quick shout out to my sponsor this week, which is so and so. Get my discount code to get
0: ten percent off. Spend seventy five dollars and you get a free coffin.
1: Yeah, what you do is you put you put the name of the website <laughs> slash slash out of the blank, and then you get ten percent off. That's my code, guys um i had to pay them 500 bucks to get it oh mate codes are shit people have approached me on instagram and said oh do you want to be um smooth my balls is the one that appears oh yeah always smooth my balls yeah they they send it to all the ladies as well all the ladies i'm in a podcast group with they've all had smooth my balls people come to them so I, i went back to them as a joke to see what they would say and i was like look what's the crack and they were like oh um basically you you have to buy their most expensive package Albeit at a discount, so they say. This package. And then yeah, then you have to (laughs) then you have to leave them a review and then they they give you um like a discount code to give to people. But it always you have to pay money, excuse me, to advertise someone's product. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you the, the time when I had one came up and they said, Oh, we love your page on Instagram. Bear in mind it's all serial killers we love your page. We really think it would fit in on, on this website. And it was like a male model website, just, just handsome dudes in like suits and, you know, Abercrombie and Finch models.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Are you, are we, are you on your phone right now? Am I on my phone? Yeah. No. Grab your phone. What you sent me? I'm going to send you this. So this got um, a supplement company saw me post this and they wanted me to be a representative. They were sending me a bunch of free products and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. Is that you? <laughs> My back.
1: <laughs> I don't get it. Why, why am I looking at a picture of
0: a dude? Do- That's not you, is it? That is me. That's you, is it? Okay. So what? What? why have you sent me this? They wanted to get me for a supplement company and i was like because you like my page oh good
1: oh because because oh, they saw that on on your instagram
0: fucking back picture and they're like oh my goodness gracious when's that from you look good there that was this morning was it on my lunch break yeah, or you look good minute middle middle m- midnight break i guess you'd say yeah i like to lift heavy objects and put them back down and people like why did you stack all these rocks in front of my door i'm like because i don't ever want you getting in you may never leave die
1: that's bizarre that i never even though you work in a gym obviously i know that i never had you
0: down as someone who actually used the facilities wow so i should stop wearing hoodies yeah did you want to see me you
1: probably i mean i'm not big by any means i'm also very pale but look
0: how sweaty i am well swear i got a picture of andy dick on my phone (laughs) i legit have a picture of andy dick on my phone this was uh, a dick pic on your phone that's usually what's under the jacket
1: i used to be in great shape about a year ago
0: this is kind of like this is that that's been my therapy for the longest time that's not from this morning that's not from this morning that's from (laughs) don't even look like it that's from like a year or so ago i still got it but i used to be super into it before the podcast i was like doing two-a-day workouts and stuff like that i got really kind of tired of it a little bit i mean now it's kind of like i enjoy it but it's like when you turn work into your fun it becomes like you're lose yeah. passion for it a little bit so yeah i had a so better had haircut to- back then too let's see what i used to look like jacked killing people with bricks
1: i looked okay
0: Never fuck with someone that works in a construction facility because those people look like they could like be psycho killers.
1: That's true. Which is the best one?
0: How much is fifty pounds of cement? You're like, what? I got a long driveway. You're like, no, you don't. You're a fucking psycho killer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building a patio. It's like, hold on a second. I'll just- pick this.
1: One. Let me send you this one. Whilst we're sending nudes of each other. <laughs> as well. if, if, if anyone saw this chat, they'd be like, what the fuck are you, you are doing?
0: Crapping, cr- this is still recording, so it's going to be in this episode. I
1: don't care. Okay. That's, that's me. I'll just send it here.
0: And once we get closer what? to the two-hour mark, I'm not going to be able to edit the audio, so we might need to wrap it up here soon.
1: That's fine. Okay. January 2020, that picture was from. I don't look like that now.
0: January 2020. Did you send me Mm-hmm. I got high uh, had, and deleted. Uh, hey, there you go. Look at that man. Got to change defines, the yellow phone out Jesus, the signs. Yeah, <laughs> I like it, man. I picked yellow on purpose. It, it looks like my grandma's ashtray after she smoked cigarettes in it for forty years. Yeah, looks like a jaundiced child at birth. All right, what do you want to end on, my boy? Oh, uh, uh, I'll leave it to the host. This has been another episode of out of the blank podcast with Stuart blues.
1: <laughs> what it is guys is this episode. If you could really hit me up on my merch and get my sponsorship up there. Uh, <laughs> sign me up on Patreon, you know, give me some money on, buy me a coffee uh, next week. I've got a great guest better than this guest and it's going to be great. <laughs> so tune in next week. Uh, shout out to my sponsor. Uh, another sponsor. My show is just sponsors and two minutes of actual chat. Here we go. For my third sponsor is um, KY jelly. Go to my website, KYJelly.com slash Robbie, and you'll get 10% off your anal lube, and uh, you can find that G-spot.
0: And don't forget, to hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Guys, it helps benefit the show, a like, everything, a little, <laughs> leave a comment if you want, because somebody better suck my dick. That's, that's how they do with the subscribe buttons. It's like, somebody better subscribe, or I'm going to kill a whole family. It's like, holy shit, subscribe to this guy. <laughs> They're trying to shut this down. YouTube don't want this
1: out. The only way you can help. <laughs> the only way you can help is by sharing, 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 commenting. That means it won't get taken down. Tell your friends, share it, share it. That's
0: the only way. Yo, I have a message to the people. I am a philosophy expert. Let me tell you, I'm going to make change. I'm going to do anything possible to make sure this world is a better place for the people. That's who I care about. Now please use my coupon code at save the dolphins. It's 25% off each one you save is a leather purse in my wallet.
1: For each code you buy, you get a free shipment of dolphin meat. A 25% off. That's well, 25% off. Save the dolphins is going to cancel me. Thank you slash Robbie Robertson.